peoples of the worldwide federated internets what is good it's gonna be an interesting one today Alright, so today I'm going to mention a person's name and because of that, I tried to gather as much evidence as I can because I don't want to slander this man's name. I don't want to assume his motives, but we are in dangerous times and I think to not look into certain things is actually unwise. I want to deal with a topic today. I want to deal with the heart's of man. I want to deal with a, a problem that we brought upon ourselves. But first, I want to deal with this idea that has been pushed for years about humans, where humans come from. Some people say we come from chimpanzees, Big Bang happened, yada, yada, yada. You know how it goes. You know the story. You're welcome to believe that we are free. You can believe anything you want. I personally believe the Bible and have very good reason to believe the Bible. And some people believe in evolution. They believe we came from nothing. They believe we came from a Big Bang and they believe that they have good reason to believe that. I'm not going to attack your character. I'm not going to call you. Stupid if you believe that, I'm not going to call you moronic. That's your right to believe that. But I'm going to, I'm going to read something and I'm going to discuss something because I think this is something worthy of discussion. In the book of Genesis chapter one and verse 26 the Bible says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing, thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Now, I know there are those who don't believe that. Uh, it has been taught in schools across the country and not just this country in different countries. It's been taught in schools for <clears throat> years now that Big Bang happened. I can get into, you know, the whole thing, long story. A lot of you already know it. And pretty much we all came from that. There's a problem with that thinking. You see, people don't, people don't often think about the consequences of their actions. This is something I think about a lot. This is why you'll see me pause in a lot of my videos 
And if you're listening on audio, you'll you'll hear long pauses sometime. A lot of times that's because I'm measuring my words. It's not because I don't know what to say. It's mainly because sometime I have a thought to say something and I reconsider the ramifications of my words. This is something that is not thought about thoroughly in society in general. People say what they want, do what they want. Don't think about the repercussions of these actions. For instance, these rioters. My idea of rioting and what's going on now is two separate things, right? Just so you know, just to be clear. Burning down innocent people's businesses, burning down anybody's business. No, that's not it. It's not it, chief. Destroying property. People have nothing to do with your grievance and you destroy their property. If you think destroying somebody's property is going to get them behind your cause, you're sadly mistaken. That is not going to get people behind your cause. But there's there's ramifications to the things we teach. For years, it's been taught. There is no God. Big Bang. We come from animals. We come from, you know, chimpanzees, primates, whatever, and we evolved into what we are now. This is my question to you who believe that, if you do believe that. Again, I'm not calling you stupid. It's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're retarded and I'm not saying you're not smart. There's a lot of brilliant people who believe this. So that's not my point. I have a question for you. If that is your belief, why does anything matter? If that is your belief, why shouldn't I murder you? Well, because it's morally wrong. Who decided it's morally wrong? Who are you to tell me what's morally wrong? Why can't I just go in your house and take your stuff? Why can't I rob you on the street? Why can't I take your wife? your girlfriend. Why can't I rape? Why is any of it wrong? Well, because we as society have decided that, you know, for the, for the betterment of man, these things are uncivil. Who decided it was uncivil? Says who? You see, when you teach that idea that we just evolved from chimpanzees, big bang, whatever, Whatever your belief, that belief crumbles morality because the question can legitimately be asked, who decides what's moral? Says who? Well, society, we decide who made you decidey ruler over me. You see where I'm going with this? There's a there's a never ending chain of broken authority and that system of belief there is no authority you can just do say and believe whatever you want that's the problem with this line of thinking and I don't think that I don't think in a lot of situations we've we fully considered 
where this leads. But we are we are right now, right now, in my opinion, we are reaping the rewards of where this leads. You don't have to agree. And I know there's there's some who may see this video, who may who may hear the audio and you may not agree. You may think, well, I don't agree with you. I, I don't I don't think that's correct. You're welcome to believe that. What I would submit to you, if you disagree, okay, who decides morality and who gave that person the authority to decide what's moral and what's not? See, you can go back and you can say, well, we as a society came together and we decided that, you know, you can't violate somebody else says who says who. And that's where that humanistic line of thinking gets you because see that's a shifting goalpost what happens when we as society air quotes rioters are they not part of society they've collectively decided that your business doesn't matter so by your same rules they have decided your business doesn't matter you see there's a huge fallacy in this argument Huge fallacy. So I want to go again to the Bible in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 7. In, in the Bible, we have, we have rules. Rules that God set out. Statutes that he set out. This, this is the measure this is what's right and wrong. All right. So in the book of Romans chapter eight and verse seven, the Bible says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they are in the flesh. So, uh, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Man is at odds with God. I've said this before. Enmity against God. The laws of God are right and just, but in the carnal mind, none of this matters. You're not subject to this. Neither can you be. That's what the Bible just said. So I also want to go to where I have in my notes here. John chapter 8, verse 23. So John 8, 23. So you know how I do. I like to, I like to physically read from my Bible. I'm a book guy. There's something about holding a book in my hand. I like it. It's just a, a feeling unmatched. I love reading. So John chapter 8, uh, I'll start at verse 23. And go down to verse 24. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, and I am from above. Ye are of this world, and I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you, that ye shall die in your sins. If ye believe not that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. So how does a person get over this carnal mind? 
How do they get to the point where they are at one with God and the law of God they're now subject to? Well, you can't do it in your state. Can't do it in the original state you're in when you come into this world. Without the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll die in your sins. You heard what he said. He said what he said. So same book, uh, verse 32 through 36. The Bible says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. They answered him. We be Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, verily, verily, I say unto you, for those who don't know old English, verily, verily is like truly. This is the truth that I'm speaking to you. I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. You know how you get free from that state that you're in? The Lord Jesus Christ. You know the drill. Look, God got a hold of me. I'd say about two years ago, I got saved when I was 20. I was I was going strong for about. Six, I'd say six years. I had some issues. You who've watched some of my videos, you know about my issues. I talk about them freely. And for years, I went my own way, just doing my own thing. And to all of the people I affected while I was in that state, I apologize. I can't take it back. But about two years ago, God started to get my attention. I can't tell you what exactly the catalyst was, but God started getting my attention, moving in my heart showing me different things, cleaning different things up. I wish I could go back and apologize to everybody I'd, I've done wrong, uh, to everybody I lived a certain way in front of. I, I, I apologize to all of you. No justification for it. I can't go back and fix it, but moving forward, I can do what I'm supposed to do. But anyway, God started to get a hold of me, changing certain things. I'm, I'm now going back to God in prayer, getting back in my Bible, God is shaking some things up. A lot of things happen. And about three months ago, four months ago, I'd say four or five months ago, it got it got a lot stronger. Like God was tugging at me a lot more. So, all right, God, I need to clean my life up. I've, I've been wandering in a wilderness long enough doing this my own way. I've done a lot of things I'm not proud of as a believer. Can't change that. It is what it is. I need to I need to do some things moving forward. Why would I say all that? I don't know what's happening. I'm not going to be one of these people that that sits here and tells you the end is the end is near. The end is always near. Just to be clear, the end is always near. But I'm not going to be one of these people that 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 tries to scare you into believing. I'm not trying to scare you into believing anything. But I can tell you that God began to work very heavily on me as a believer. And almost as clear as day, I begin to realize, God, I need to I need to really get my life in order. Like this is not a joke right now. I can't tell you what it was. God began to deal with me. And I was like, this is not a joke. I begin to, I begin to start cleaning things up. So fast forward to now, 
I get here, I move. I get here, I'm in Texas. Rone apocalypse happens. I'm in my Bible a lot more. I'm praying a lot more. Not really thinking about any of these things. I'm just thinking God is just working on me. But through all of this, I'm watching this the, like a paradigm shift in the United States. I don't live in other countries, so I can't speak to what's happening in other countries. But I'm noticing a paradigm shift. I'm noticing more people paying attention to certain things. And I'm noticing more people just being blatantly open about their wickedness. Like there's no shame. I don't know what God is doing. I can't tell you, but I can tell you this. Don't die in your sins. Don't don't wait till the end. Don't wait till the end of the story and wish that you would have heard this message and taken heed. The name I want to mention today is George Soros. I don't like slandering people's names. I'm very measured, especially now when I'm talking about people, because I don't want to just slander people's names. I believe I'm I'm not I'm not tossing anything on this man. I'm not going to say I know exactly what his motives are. But I do believe he's a dangerous man. So I want to play for you his own words, his own words. Listen very carefully to what he's saying. This is a video that Dinesh D'Souza posted on his YouTube channel. So I want to give full credit to him. But listen to these words that this man says. Pay very close attention. Hungarian Jew who escaped the Holocaust by posing as a, a Christian. Right. And you watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. I was 14 years old. And I would say that that's when my character was made. In what way? That one should think ahead, one should understand and, and anticipate events. Uh, and uh, one, one is threatened. It was a tremendous threat of evil. I mean, it was a, a very personal experience of evil. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours who swore that you were uh, his adopted godson. Yes, yes. Went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property yes. from the Jews. That's right. Yes. I mean, that's, that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. It, uh, maybe as a child, you don't, you don't see the connection. Uh, but it, was, it created no, no problem at all. No feeling of guilt? No. For example, that uh, I'm Jewish, uh, and here I am watching these people go, I could just as easily be there. I should be there. None of that. Well, uh, of course, I, uh, I could be on the other side, or I could be the one from whom it, the thing is being taken away. Uh, um, but there was no sense that I shouldn't be there, because uh, that was... Uh, uh, well, actually, funny way, it's just like in markets, 
that if I weren't there, of course I wasn't doing it, but somebody else would, 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 would be taking it away anyhow. You know, was the, whether I was there or not, I was only a spectator, the property was being taken away. So the, I had no role in taking away that property. So I had no sense of guilt. You heard it. That was his own words. I did not make that up. I did not, I did not ad lib. I did not tell you what he said. This is this man's own words. So I want to pull up. These are some articles, you know, just doing some light reading about Mr. Soros. So in this article, leaked IRS tax returns, George Soros wired $1.7 million to Antifa. And this is from the Washington Free Beacon. So you just know I'm not I'm not just spewing nonsense. These people got the got the, the, the tax documents. We all know what Antifa is. You can you can try to argue that Antifa is just a group that's trying to fight fascists. They are the, the, the complete definition of fascists is what they embody. This is what these people are. There was one, Hungary. Now, I'm, I'm just reading off to you some stuff about, about this man and, and what different countries. So Hungary's parliament passed a series of laws on Wednesday criminalizing the, the act of aiding undocumented immigrants seeking asylum in the country despite strong objection uh, from leading European uh, uh, rights bodies. This is what they call this suite of bills. The suite of bills is called Stop Soros. This was an article about George Soros through different means funding organizations that was carrying African migrants. Pretty much uh, the, the apparatus that carried him, I guess, busing or whatever to Italy in droves. Why is he doing all of this? George Soros Foundation, this is another article, to shut down in Turkey facing attack. Why? Why is all this happening? There's countries that have banned this man. You heard his words, and I want you to consider this. What you heard there was the words of an opportunistic man that will seize Every opportunity when it means gain to himself. I'm not, I'm not for hyper racializing anything because I think that happens too much in this day and age. It goes on too often. But if there was an extermination, let's say, of of black people in the United States. Do you think I'm going to turn on my people? When I say my people, I mean the demographic of, of black people. I'm an American. Let's, let's keep it real. I'm an American. Black, white, Hispanic, or whatever. You're an American, you're an American. But for sake of this argument, if they were to say, yes, we're going to jail all, uh, all blacks born in America. 
if I if I put on some accent and said, no, nah, I'm born in so and so country, but I'll help you round these people up. What would you think of me? If later on in life, I was a billionaire that had all of these different money ties and interests, would you trust me? Could you trust me? Are all of these riots organic? How'd they spring up so fast? What's really going on? Who would benefit from the destruction of this country? Why is George Soros banned from, I believe, as it stands right now, six different countries? Why would he want to invest in Antifa? We see how they get down. Come on, man, we got to think. We're not thinking. We are not thinking and this will be our destruction. Use your brain. For my fellow believers, do not let this opportunity pass you. People are looking for answers. What is going on? You don't have to believe the Bible, but I implore you. Give it a look. You can if, if you don't know where to look, you can reach out to me. Any any biblical question I can answer, I will. If I can't answer it, I'll lead you in the right direction. But the first question you need to answer is where are you going when you die? Will you die in your sin? Will you die in the condition you're in? Why does any of this stuff matter? Well, all of this stuff matters is because if this country goes into complete chaos and disarray, a lot of people are going to die. A lot of people are going to die. There'll be a lot of bloodshed. Where are you going to go if it comes to that? You see, I have hope. I know where I'm going. And it's not because of anything good in me, because trust me, there's nothing good in me. I'm a wicked person just like anybody else. God changed a lot of me when I got saved. And there's not everything in my life is right. Right? I'm not here to tell you that I am walking in perfect holiness. Everything around about me is perfect. But I will tell you, especially as of late, I am definitely in submission of whatever God says is right. Inside, I might want to do my own thing. But if the Bible says it's right, it's right. That's the way I'm going. We really need to pay attention before we lose our country. As I said, I'm not here to slander Mr. Soros. I, I, I cannot say I know what's in this man's heart, but I can say from the evidence I have right now from this man's own words and his own life, I do not trust him. And I wonder if he's the driving force behind a lot of these riots. Heavy, like I said, I try not to attack people and this is not necessarily an attack on this man, but I definitely think he's somebody that we need to be very careful with. I think he's a dangerous person. Stay frosty, people.